welcome in to the Dish and Ish podcast. That's old DB. I'm Ravi Lula. We are here with you on another week. We've had a couple good weeks in a row. I don't know if we're going to be able to top it. <laughs> yeah, well, still, you know. Oh, you know. <laughs> you know. Shane, do we still have that guy in the system? My man, Art. Oh, that's Art. Art. Yeah. Art yeah, but still, you know. Art will never, ever leave. I know. Have we talked to Art recently? It's no, been a minute. We haven't talked to Art. It's, you know. nah. it's been a minute since Hey, how are his cramps, Art. Shane? Are they better? <laughs> I'm not a Laverne James fan. I'm not a Laverne James fan either. Yeah, but still, you know. <laughs> yeah, but still, you yeah, know. That's not true. Uh, Back in the day, you were. Back in the day. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Uh, no, we've had a we've had an interesting week of shows so far. Yeah. Been a little colorful it's at times. Well, Rizzo should have been fired. He had two championships he should have won. Exactly. You know, uh, we found out. Sometimes, so I got all kind of music. You got all kind of music art. We found out that DB is a a huge Justin Lord, uh, Justin uh, Herbert guy. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> no, that's that's that that's not true. <laughs> I don't even know how I got painted into that corner. I, I just do. I just used his talents as an example. Yes, and so it seemed like you were picking him over Trevor Lawrence. No, which, I, I think you actually like Trevor Lawrence more than Justin Herbert. One hundred percent. You just think Herbert's more physically talented. Correct. I think it's about even. Okay, that's cool. I won't argue over that. That was really the only dis- like people thought we were for real mad at each other. Yeah, but that's listen. When you have two like strongly opinionated people, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's gonna happen. And we both have a we have a similar uh, we have a similar uh, discussion style. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think, I think so, that's right. Like, I, even I have to be on my game when I'm talking to you. So it can spark up a little bit. Yeah, you're shifty. <laughs> so I have to kind of keep bringing it back. Well, so we were talking to. to I, I'm serious. Like your pro agility, you got to be like a three six nine guy. Like real I'm sub four for sure. Yeah, real shifty. I was like, I I so. Full disclosure, I think that got me off my game more than anything you said. More than the jokes before? It was just, like, I felt like I was trying to bottle smoke. (laughs) You know, I couldn't quite get it all. (laughs) Some of it was getting away from me. I'm like, damn. So I I told. This dude is elusive. We were talking to our our boss before this. and um, Which one, Dollar Bill or CG? The other one. Oh, Sash. Little little Dirk. Yeah, little Dirk. Um, <laughs> she's gonna hate that. So, um, did you see somebody post the signs? And it yeah, said one Dirk. of them had little Dirk on it. Yeah, I think, um, I think we should make little Dirk stick. I think it's a thing. But no, she was she was talking about it. And I go, listen, if somebody pins me down and proves that I'm wrong, <laughs> I'll I'll accept that. Well, you're gonna be hard to pin because you're but constantly moving. That's the thing. I was like, but I'm not gonna make it easy for you to pin me down. Yeah, if you can do it. I'll absolutely admit it and own it. I'm with you. Right? But I'm not going to let you do it. You did You did slide some goalposts on me, though. No, 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 no. So, you know what's funny? As I don't know anybody that, that agreed with Shafe, at least on my feeds. About Tua? About Tua. Yeah, because it's not, it's not right. It's not accurate. No, but, but hear my heart. Though. Okay, okay. He was a five-star coming out. He was not void of talent. Oh, I don't think he was at all. He was an elite level quarterback. Yeah. He's clearly making all the throws. Mm-hmm. 
why are we so sure he's not more talented? Is it arm strength? Is it delivery? I think it, is it because Tua looks like or doesn't look like Thor? Yeah, I think so. I think part of it is the arm strength. I think Trevor Lawrence's arm is stronger than Tua's. So he's Jamarcus Lawrence. I, Jamarcus Russell. Okay. Um, I think part of it is also size, right? Yeah. Lawrence has the prototypical size you want for a quarterback. And I actually think Lawrence is more mobile than Tua. I think he is. Pardon? I think Lawrence is more mobile than Tua. No, wait. So before I engage in this, this sure. is not where we're going with this podcast, is it? Because that, no. that's one of the more ridiculous things I've seen. I've, I've heard. I think, I think Lawrence. What, what is, would lead you to believe just that? Just watching him. No way you believe that. Tua moves. There's not a, there's not a no, snowball's chance no. in heck that you believe. I think Tua, Tua is less mobile than no. Trevor Lawrence. Hear me out here. I think it depends on what you mean by mobile. Uh, here right? we go. That I knew you were going to say that. Here we go. If you're talking about moving around in the pocket. I'm talking about not having people touch me in a game of tag. How about that? We'll go your way out of that. Mm. One. So Tua might be better at that. Mm-hmm. I think Lawrence is more likely what, what, what? to pick up yards with his legs. So you still have the one long Clemson. No, listen, head, he right? had he rushed for 500 yards in a season oh, so at Clemson. I, no, I know somebody sent you that stat. They did, and I appreciate it. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good number for a pass first quarterback. Okay. So like it's it it, it is one long run that kind of sticks out in your mind, but there is other runs there to get to that 550 yards at Clemson as a quarterback like that. So can I can I non mobile guys don't can, do can that? I, can I bring this back? Yeah, let's do it. You think? Trevor Lawrence is more elusive than Tua Tagovailoa. Elusive, probably not. Okay, I like you said in a game of tag, I'm probably taking Tua. Okay, in I want to pick up yards with my feet. I think I'm taking Trevor. I don't. Sometimes I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> well, let's... and I'm not. But to see, I can't. I don't really want to engage in this because I'm not saying I would take Tua over Lawrence. I'm just. Talking I don't about, think you would. I'm just talking about this particular that particular skill because I. I think you're almost as high on Trevor Lawrence as I am. I you am. just don't like the way I describe it. And he's still got to win more. He does. But listen, in the NFL, because he needs to win the, more. They're the anointed ones. This year, yeah. He needs to prove yeah, it Yeah, but year. he had three quarters of his team get drafted. And I don't know if you know this, but apparently you can use that against quarterbacks if they play with other good players. I'm not using <laughs> it against <laughs> Anthony Rizek. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, like, I'm oh. not using it against him. Listen, Trevor Lawrence has been a winner everywhere he's been. Winning a winning a playoff game in Jacksonville is not a little thing. Yeah. Right? Which he has done. Especially when he didn't play well till like the last third of the season. Exactly. But don't let the don't let the details get in the way of a good discussion. Listen, I'm not telling you he's listen, Tua is currently a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. Ooh, I see I think now it's like bizarre, Will, because I don't even know if I would agree with that. I think he has played the position better in the NFL okay, yeah. than Trevor Lawrence. All right, that that's uh, that's I'm with. That fair? That's fair. I still think Trevor Lawrence is more talented and probably has a higher ceiling probably, in my I'm, mind. I'm probably not going to argue with you over that. So we're we're way closer on this than it seems. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you do you think Trevor Lawrence is more talented than Josh Allen? No. Okay. I don't. So I'm still back to that generational thing. There's nothing. There's nothing that you can explain to me about the definition of what you meant from a generational sure. talent that would warrant the term generational. I, when you're not even the most talented guy on a current roster at the position, you cannot be generational. That's not what I mean by generational. Okay. 
we disagree on how I'm defining it. No, you should. It just shouldn't have been used. I just wanted you to say that. I I wanted you to say, you know what? I shouldn't have used generational anything. I was being very general about the term generational. Well, I mean, listen, if you want to get real in the weeds, which apparently we well, have. Well, that's the pound of flesh I want because I think if So you you're say, the pound of flesh guy now. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because I think if you just say he's a good quarterback and he's got a lot of upside and he's this and he's that. So if I had said the conversation is 12 minutes less. If I had said super talented as opposed to generationally talented, we don't even have a debate. Yeah. But then, but the sad thing is, is you got like guys like Jacob and those guys like, well, he wasn't that far off. I mean, people at Clemson. I don't said think the I was that far off. I was off. like, that's cool, man. Like I, but that wasn't the discussion. The discussion was whether generational was the term to use so, versus the made up definition of what generational so talent really, because because your definition was one hundred percent made up. It was one hundred percent made up. It was made up by me. Yep. But I actually, I actually, that's how I think when I say the term generational talent. Mm -hmm. So I can be wrong about the definition, mm -hmm. but in terms of when I say it out loud, that's what I mean. I yeah. wasn't retconning it. Like that's genuinely what I meant. Yeah. Was so, one of the most. So like if I've never made over minimum wage. Yeah. And all of a sudden I get a $38,000 job. Yeah. I'm like, I'm rich. Yeah. Like factually, that's not accurate. Correct. But to you, it's the most money you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. So, right? but but if I pit if I pit that again, like the definition of of rich, right at thirty eight thousand, having still a great deal of money or assets or lower wealthy. middle class, basically at yeah. thirty eight thousand. But that's not even that's still relative, right? Right. Generational is not a relative term. It is though. It's not, Ravi. <laughs> Once in a generation is not relative. Generational talent is relative. It's relative to the generation you're in. It's relative. So he doesn't even meet that qualification. I think he does because I think there's several guys that meet that qualification in his generation. Man, I can't even believe we're doing this. I mean, this isn't what I meant to talk about. This hasn't been what I meant to talk about for the last is two years. a term often used to describe a player unique to the position unlike anything seen in the last few decades. Again. So that is a much broader definition well, or a much more specific definition than what I'm talking about. For the record, yeah. FTR. Yeah. What was your definition again? My definition of generational talent is being in the top tier talent-wise of players for about 10 or 15 years. And then you stretched me out to about 15 to 20 because you thought I was too short. So you still think he's that? I think he's in the top tier of talent of draft prospects for the last 10 or 15 years. Yes, I do. Okay. I genuinely believe that. I think you're talking about Mahomes. I think you're talking about Josh Allen. I think you're about talking about Justin Herbert in terms of just talent, right? And I think you're talking about Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers. That's over, that's more than 10, 15 years ago. In terms of draft prospect, when he was drafted, that was 20 years ago. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is a once-in-a-generation talent. I don't agree. You don't think that? Uh-uh. I don't. I mean, we disagree there. I think I, I genuinely think Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen in the league. So let me ask it to you this way. Yeah. If you could put a quarterback in a lab. Yeah. And build him. Yeah. Is Aaron Rodgers your template? Probably not now. And so that. So but that at kills, the time. No. So at the time he the was argument. drafted. At the time so he that was kills drafted. the argument though. No. 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 At the time he was drafted. <laughs> 
because now we have Mahomes. Mahomes is a whole different thing. But I still don't think Mahomes would be your template. His productivity is because the dude is a winner. Ooh. We're going to do this thing again. We're going to keep this thing. I don't know. So who's your template? Oh, I like there's lots. Sorry about that. So I, like my template for a quarterback. Um, Because here's where it gets a little tricky, because with quarterbacks, you're not only talking about physical talent. You're talking about arm talent. You're talking about processing of the field. No. So arm talents for sure. Still. So I'm talking physical attributes, just physical attributes. Yeah, then yes, Iron Rodgers is not in, is not there. Okay. If because, we're talking just because, physical attributes, it's probably Josh Allen. And it's and because it's not Mahomes either. No, for just physical attributes, but Mahomes' arm talent is so good. Yeah. That it because there are lots takes of guys it to another you, level. That you, there are lots of guys you're not starting with that are 6'2", 220 pounds. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. So you know what I mean. If you're talking about just physical attributes, yeah. then it's Josh Allen. Okay. Probably right. Uh, Allen sure. Herbert, one of those Herbert, Allen, Jamarcus Russell. See, Jamarcus wasn't as mobile as those guys, though. But he's pretty. But Trevor Lawrence is. I think Trevor Lawrence was more mobile than Jamarcus Russell. Am I only thinking of fat Jamarcus Russell? Like, yes, I, okay, yes, yes, that's possible. Yes, yes. I'm willing to. I'm willing to hear that. Yes. <laughs> Like, I'm willing to hear that for real. No disrespect to you, Jamarcus. No, but he, he, he had a little weight problem in the league. He did. Couldn't wait to eat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I, <laughs> I hadn't heard that. <laughs> but no, like, so that's fair. If I'm, if I'm only remembering the worst version of Jamarcus Russell, I'm, I'm willing to accept that. Because you know what's funny about how we lament over Mahomes? 80 percent. 85% of the national media mm-hmm. and 90% of chief fans were scratching their head over why Kansas City well, they traded it up to get it. Yeah. That's all you need to know. But now that we watch him. Right. And we're like, ooh, comeback kid, savvy. So for me. Process, like now we talk about Mahomes as this mythical figure, but he's played his way into that. Sure. He wasn't always thought of as that. Because I think we thought Kansas City was maybe reaching. Some, that's, the, that's the fact. That is true. That is true. I think some people, because I've seen it out there, because I'm a big draft nerd. Some people. That's, why we, that's one of the many reasons we get along. <laughs> some people really believed in his arm talent. Sure. They had a hard time separating what was well, real at Texas Tech. T- yeah, we've seen a ton of arm talent, though. Yes, we have. I, I watch guys throw across their body in workouts. I watch guys throw from their knees. But so, I watch guys hit ceilings and in indoor sure. workouts. And those guys aren't good. But I also one is getting ready to get replaced again in New York. <laughs> so the other thing that I'm I'm talking about with arm talent though isn't just like the ability to make all the throws, but kind of like layering over certain levels of the defense. Like yeah, Mahomes touch. is really good He's got at great that. depth. Yeah, right. I'm with you. Um, and some people recognize that coming out of Texas Tech and some people didn't. No way. He was a system guy. Well, that's what a lot of people said. Right. Because it was and they were so bad defensively at Texas Tech that he didn't win very much. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I totally understand what you're saying there. You don't look at Mahomes and say physically that's the guy. Right. It, Touchdown! If, if you're building a quarterback physically in the lab, he probably looks like Josh Allen. Touchdown! Right, and I think both of us are passing on Josh Allen. Chiefs Kingdom, I love it. Yeah, well, over other guys. Well, for passing on Jeff Sims, not being able to figure out how to catch a snap against La Tech, we're definitely passing on Josh Allen. Yeah, because that dude's a turnover machine. Yeah, he turns the ball over a ton. Fumbles the ball quite. Fumbles the ball a ton. We love how hard nosed he is, but the dirty little secret is he fumbles at about once a game. I I think it's so far the only thing I I love how hard nosed you are. (laughs) 
I think it's the type. You, of you remind me you of my, you remind me of my younger Frenchie. <laughs> okay, he's aggressive. <laughs> he's got this thing where he knows where he's like walking a fine line, but he's pot committed, so he's gonna stay with it. <laughs> I call him Buddha. He's a bully. I'm not a bully. <laughs> he's low key, kinda. I think I'm really kind. Oh fudge. <laughs> I think when it's, you're not drinking wine or in your linen pants, I think it's the type of suit or the type of quarterback that you want. And I think it's how fast you want to win the Super Bowl. And I think it's how, how long you want to be actually good in the NFL. At. Oh. Do you want to, uh, do you want to, if I would take Mahomes if I wanted to win a Super Bowl, like right away within the first year or two, I would take Allen if I wanted to build on that and maybe win over two or three over like a 10 year time. I'm not period. taking Allen. Well, so, but I'm just saying that's that's the type of way you would almost have to look at. It. I, I actually, I actually to... don't think that's crazy. I don't think it's crazy, but He's I don't talking about the build and that style of mm-hmm. play and long. Like, okay, so at some point, do you think Josh Allen would clean up the turnovers? Mm-hmm. Because if Josh Allen cleaned up the turnovers, you, you I think you're absolute. I think you're absolutely rolling with Shane. If he cleans up the turnovers, the problem is this is not an isolated thing. He has one year where he took care of the football. And that's the year where they almost made it to the Super Bowl and the Chiefs nipped them. At I the... love how you say almost. That is hilarious. I mean, it is almost, right? No, no, they got real close. What was it? The 17 seconds to Kelsey, the field goal. Oh, 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 oh. The Cincinnati problem than... with Josh Allen, though, is he's always been this guy. He was this guy at Wyoming. He's been this guy all but one year in Buffalo. Every every indicator is pointing to the fact that he doesn't take care of the ball well. What are you, Magic A Ball? All signs point to yes. Yes. I am Magic A Ball. I like you. That's I mean fine. that's fine. So that's my issue with Josh Allen. I would take Lawrence over Josh Allen Uh-oh. if I'm starting a team. But I take Burrow over Lawrence. Uh oh. I'm taking Mahomes <laughs> over everybody, right? I don't care what the situation is, I'm taking Mahomes. Yeah. No, I yeah, I mean, because you've watched him play. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that's what we're doing here, you know, right, right, right. I, but I will say, and, and we can quit on the quarterback thing after this. This is not what I intended to talk about, but <laughs> it's not what I intended to talk about yesterday either. Um, oh, shoot. I, I, some people and not you, because you're pretty good at this, but some people on social media and stuff, were having a really hard time separating production from talent. Yeah. Right. And we got into this a ton and it's not we, the same. You and thing. I have talked about this for, it's not the same forever. thing ever. Oh, right. Yeah. And, it's, I think quarterbacks are so. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Kaminga is immensely talented. Situation dependent, right? I have no idea productive. if he's ever going to be productive. Not very productive. I, I mean, J.R. Smith is a great example of this. I have a ton of them in basketball. J.R. Smith is prodigiously talented. Yep. Was only ever an okay NBA player. I'm with you. There's a million guys like that, right? Rashid yeah. Wallace. Probably Immensely didn't talented. produce to his talent level. I don't know. Rasheed gets a bad rap, and I'm a little biased because he's a Carolina guy. He's, look at his career stats. His career stats are better than and he played a long time. His career stats are better than people remember, and he was probably also born in the wrong era a little bit because as a stretch five now, he'd be, I think, hyper productive. Oh yeah, and he laments over that too. Plus, he smoked too much. But again, there's which factors. Also, which you also admit. There's he's factors that limited his he limited his production considering his talent. He smoked a lot of weed. Um, <laughs> no, he did. But for quarterbacks specifically, there's so I don't think there's hardly any guys that can transcend bad situations. The number of those guys is so small. Yeah, uh, Andrew Luck maybe. 
Andrew Luck. I honestly think Peyton Manning was one of those guys who transcended situation. Again, I was a- and it's funny, too, because would you say Manning won a ton in college relative to? Um, he won an okay amount. He didn't win a ton. Like, they were good. Right. But they weren't. I mean, he won more, more than Mahomes did in college, but yeah. he won a decent amount in college, but not a ton. But he's a guy that I wouldn't mark down as prodigiously talented either. The way his mind works is incredibly special okay. for football. I, I'm, I'm by, I'm, I, now we're fine. I'm, I'm with you. But physically, like there's a reason it was a conversation between him and Ryan Leaf, right? Because Ryan Leaf had all the physical tools you wanted, and Peyton Manning, Manning had the other Manning, stuff. Yeah. Right? And Man, so it's funny too, because Manning couldn't beat Brady forever. And right now it's like we put him in this category. Oh, he's not in the same category as Brady. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think anybody's in the category as Brady. Like Brady's production. And career was so good. That's probably your best example of production not being the same thing as Brady is talent. Absolutely. I mean, I think Brady, highly, 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 highly the most productive player ever. Yes, literally the, the NFL, most. Yes. In the NFL, but probably not in the 20 per 20 percentile in terms of talent. No, I wouldn't say so. And very situational dependent, right? Especially early in his career. Mm. Early in his career. Some of that was his coach. Yes, but that's part of the situation, right? Roethlisberger was the same way. Yeah, those guys were blessed to be put in a situation with a great coach, with a great plan for them, who allowed them to grow as quarterbacks. And there were times in like kind of the mid-2000s before 07 where Brady was doing a lot with very little around him in terms of talent. But to get to that point. He was throwing a you, me, and Shane. Basically. those Those were really good old days. Basically, he had you like, like you didn't like him with Moss. Remember when he got Moss and everybody was like, oh, my gosh, he's finally playing with a Hall of Famer. And it looked like it. I mean, the 07 that season was, was bonkers. Prolific. Right. But be- the year before that, he had like uh, what he had, like Jabbar Gaffney, I think. Yeah, Troy Brown. And, and like the end of the end of the era, Troy Brown, like yeah. on his last legs, Troy Brown. They didn't have any uh, like Rashad Caldwell. Was he on that team? Yeah, Rishay, uh, Florida Gators finest. Um, So was Gaffney. I think, yeah. I think they were both yeah. Gators. Um, both of the, like, none of that should have led to the productivity that he had. So in that instance, he kind of outpaced his situation. But if he gets to anybody else in the league, when he gets drafted, there's no telling what happens with his career. Right. Um, so even the best quarterback we've ever seen in terms of production couldn't trans, I don't know that he could have transcended situations is my point. Mm. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say about this. All right, let's move on then. Because uh, earlier this week, I think you can put Manny in that conversation. That's of just what production, production outpacing talent. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying Shane, two decent takes. Look at this. Look at this guy. Uh, no, I don't. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> My guy's just out here getting just, in the just, tape. Yeah, just, just lot, lot of drops. I like it. The old, uh, the old, the what do you old, mean by that? The old Shane is resurfaced. So I'm going to totally switch gears on you here. Mm. Um, because I, I think we've we've put the quarterback discussion to bed for now. I'm sure. Say it again, my bad. I, I'll sure it'll come back up later. Omar's coming. Um, Omar, Man, who's coming? Sure. Omar. Omar. Omar's coming. Omar. Ain't nothing new. Um, I think you'll like this, right? So, I was at the the Dave Chappelle in Omaha thing on Monday, right? And I'm probably the only guy that watches Dave Chappelle because I find him inspiring. Like, yes, he's funny. But like every time I watch him, he says something he, that he is closet. He does try to closet in power. There's like a philosophical just, just to promote individual free thinking. 
Yeah. He's, he's, he's an anti-group thing. And not just that, but also, I don't know. There's And, and this will make more sense once I kind of tell what he talked about on Monday. But one of the things that he was driving home on Monday was the impact of people with powerful dreams, right? And I guess I'd never really heard it put in those terms before. Like I've heard like believe in your dreams, have big dreams, whatever, but having powerful dreams in the sense of just being able to understand the power that your of, mind has no limits. Yes. That's a, that's a perfect way to put it. And then that's he what, said something a good team. He, and then he said something that like took it to another level. Right. Because one of the things I wonder about a lot is like, okay, I've got powerful dreams. I've got big dreams, but like not everybody's big dreams pan out. Right. Like that's part of life. And so what happens when you've got this powerful dream, it's like sometimes it's not going to work out and it's probably better for you if you realize that at some point. Right. And so I'm out there listening to this. And, and then he says, the powerful dreams are important, but it's also just as important to have the humility to know when you're in someone else's powerful dream. Like, like uh, when you're not the main character, Yeah, yeah. like there's certain portions of your life where you're not the main character. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. I, so Coach Samanji was the first person I ever really heard say this, and Coach Rule has kind of doubled down on it now. And it's amazing. After all this time, nobody's ever really said this, right? But, mm -hmm. um, you know, those are two guys that say something a little like this. Hey, listen, leadership is great. You always, you always want really good leadership, player-led, administrative-led leadership. He said sometimes it's important to recognize when you need to be a good follower, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like right. Not, not everybody can be a leader. 100 percent. And, and I was like, God, there's power in that because it's self-awareness. And there's which value, is my, which is my big thing. Yes. 100 percent. Yeah. Both of us are huge on self-awareness. Right. And there's where am I? What am I doing? And what are my abilities compared to what is necessary in this situation? Right. Like, where am I a good fit? Because and part of it for me was understanding like, hey, it's OK to not always be the main character like other people's powerful dreams can still be good for you you know we see these shows where like you get a best supporting actor nod or something like uh, that in a movie yeah. or a show and that guy played a great part in this big movie but it wasn't his powerful dream it was somebody else's right and that really it, honestly that whole thing really stuck with me because there's certain situations in my life where like I'm wearing the shirt today. That wasn't even on purpose. My guy is the as a head coach. One of my former players, a head coach at Carolina University in Winston Salem, uh, for basketball, right? And when I first met him, he was a player for me, and I was kind of in this point in my life where I thought I was in my own dream of becoming a significant basketball coach at some level, right? And it has kind of dawned on me that. Maybe I was a part of Jake's dream. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was because he's, what, barely 30. He's a head coach. That's deep. You know, like he, but when I met him, I was the coach. He was the player. But maybe I was just along there, was there to help him out along the way, right? Maybe I was just there to facilitate his powerful dream of becoming a head basketball coach and becoming, you know, I don't know, maybe he'll, 
Maybe he'll raise levels. Maybe he'll stay where he is. I have no idea. But being a part of his powerful dream as a coach is more fulfilling to me than coaching ever was. So how much of that, though, because I'm okay, I'm, I'm vibing. How much of that centers around the level of maturation over time? Sure. Because most of that real time is either going to come across as either quitting mm-hmm. or delusional. Yeah. Right? No, for sure. You're either going to be so hard-headed that you can't realize, like, it's not about you. Yeah. That, that it becomes a burden. Or you're so hard-headed that you don't realize maybe I'm not that guy. Or yeah. you, you realize it and people think. Oh, he's a quitter. You're not committed. Give up. He gave up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it's. And that's a super fine line, right? But part of that goes to another thing we talk about with Coach Rule all the time is conviction. So, that, so you know what I gravitate towards with him. Yeah. Right. That, that it, it, the con- conviction is the word. Yeah. Because, listen, I did – I coached college – or I coached high school and college basketball for about 10 years. Yeah. Right? I knew probably three, four years in that it probably wasn't what I wanted to do long term. I was helping people out, and I, but I shifted roles. I went from being on court a lot to doing scouting and strength and conditioning stuff I liked a little bit more, kind of recognizing like, yeah, I don't have the patience to teach. I don't have the patience to instill the things that need to be instilled. And so I kind of understood that in the moment, but I still hung on for a while, right? Mm-hmm. But I knew in my heart of hearts that, hey, this probably isn't for me. Maybe I look like a quitter to some people. I don't know, right? But with this radio thing, I've been doing this for 10 years and I've been grinding for 10 years. Right. And every step along the way, I've thought I can do this. This is for me. Like I, this is my story here. Mm. Right. And that the difference there was conviction. I knew in my heart of hearts that coaching wasn't for me because I was coaching for the wrong reasons. And being totally honest, I was coaching to prove that my ideas about basketball worked. I wasn't coaching because I cared about kids. I wasn't coaching because I wanted to be a mentor. I wasn't coaching for any of those. So at what point did you realize that, though? Uh, I think from the start. Really? I wanted to. So here's what it was. I had seen when I was in like 2003, I had seen the first inklings of the Grinnell offense. And I was convinced that it it would work at higher levels than it did than just Division three. The principles, maybe not exactly how it looked. Right. But that was back then when that was pre seven seconds or less sons like. People were taking 10, 15 three-pointers a game, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what if you took 30? What if you took 40, right? Basically what basketball has turned into. And so my goal, my driving force was to prove myself right, Mm -hmm. that my ideas about basketball were right. And I knew that's what I was doing the entire time. And you said this was 03? I was in high school when I first heard about Grinnell. And then that's that's interesting because you know what's kind of more from that, just knowing you? Yeah. You're a huge proof of concept guy yes i love proof of concept started early and honestly it that's you know what i mean yeah. i'm just i'm putting two and two together yeah. like because if that was your thing mm-hmm. it's so that is so micro to be driven by mm-hmm. it's weird how it's blossoming to kind of part of a lot of your ideology yeah it really has and it's part of its ego because i like being right but more so, I like that's funny getting it right. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm just the opposite, which is why sometimes we'll clash. Yeah, 
I'm more about your get it right first. Yeah. And I, I, I'd rather get it right than be right. So that's, I would rather get it right than be right, but it's so close. I'm just being totally honest. Yeah. With you. It, it's like for me, it so, is so neck you, and but neck. Do you know what that, do you and know sometimes that, I miss. Do you know what that, come, where that comes from? Where is that? I'm just, I'm used to being coached. Yeah. Because nothing I ever did was, was good enough where people would say, oh, okay, that's enough. You can stop now. Yeah. There, it was always something next, right? You need to do this in order to achieve this. Or, oh, we didn't like that result, so let's try it this way. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, everybody else is doing it like this. Why don't you do it like this? So I was constantly being critiqued. Yeah. I've been critiqued my whole life. Yeah. Right? But as you keep trying to go ascend, you know that it's never good enough because you're taught you've never arrived. Right. Always, always keep working. Always keep, keep grinding. grinding. Always keep that grind keep grinding. On. Yeah. So for me, it's just been ingrained. Yeah to get it right yeah when i have opportunities to be right though mm -hmm. i'm very very cynical about it so mm -hmm. that's the birthing mechanism yeah. from how i was raised yeah because i never ever really could say rest like oh i rushed for x amount of yards or hey man yeah i just hit 400 or like whatever right whatever the benchmark and is. i never got to like rest in that because it was always some other feat to accomplish yeah, what's the next thing what's the next thing yeah. to do i become very uh um you know my delivery is what it is when i know i'm right mm -hmm. right yeah and sometimes it can be off-putting but it's not intentional sure it's because when i have the opportunity and i know that i can kill the discussion put a period on it yeah it's so refreshing because I've never been able to do that before. Sure. So I'm very, very content to listen and wait for my opportunity for your to kill pounce. Shot, basically, yep. yeah. I, I, and it's just funny how it's manifested. So I can do it on social media. Mm -hmm. I can do it on a message board. You've done it to me. I can do it on the radio. Yeah. Like I can wait. Yeah. I got time. You've done it to me, and then <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be let, going on, yep. and then you say something. I was like, nope. Yep, I missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like. Because, and it doesn't happen a ton. Yeah. But when you've got your kill shot, you take it and you hit it. Yeah. Cause I yeah. just, I never, I never got to do it. It was yeah. always what's next. And so I'll be really patient mm -hmm. to listen. And sometimes I'll listen to people. I mean, just talk crazy either to me about or you. about me yeah. or, you know, about, uh, you know, Caleb's a perfect example. Yep. I listened for months to what he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I never said a word. Yep. Never said a He's word. He's lying in the weeds. He's not this. He's not that. Guess what? I think he might be. Oh. <laughs> 100%. I, I looked at those rankings. Nuts. I'm like. I there, I, and, I, and so I did say this once. This was probably, I don't know, six months ago. Maybe I go. Well, the rankings will be what they are. There isn't one coach mm -hmm. that I can think of that would not take that guy over any of these other guys mm -hmm. if they had to start a team. Yep. And everybody, oh, no, no. And I listened to this one guy tell me, well, you know, oh, he's being a prima donna. They, they got the best players in state. And I'm like, I just sat on it. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm like, eh. 
We'll see. I'm gonna go ahead and disagree. Yeah. And and now every time he steps on the field, mm-hmm. he is by far the best player in the state. And and it's I just a, I mean, listen, I don't have any skin in this game. I so, haven't even actually met Caleb. So those are those times. Oh, you guys have never chopped it up? No, I've like been in the same like vicinity. I've chopped it up with Micah before. So, so and so he's but, a, so he's yeah. the, so that's that's kind of what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Where it's like. Because now people see the tape and see yeah. what he's done the first four weeks like, of the season, and everybody's all of a sudden different. Yeah, when I and I and I kept saying the whole time in my head, it was so discouraging. It was just a miserable process to mm-hmm. go through because you don't want to be the guy that like comes out and defends or is a yeah but guy. So you kind of just listen. But you know the thing that bugged me the most What's that? is people would formulate their own opinion their their opinions based on how they felt about me. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, no, not so much that as much as those are all the things that I tried to protect him from. Sure. Growing up. So it really aggravated me. Like I was like, but it's also like if if I didn't think this was going to be, I'm just being 100% I've never told, I've never said this out loud. Okay. Right. Like if I'm being 100% transparent, if I could have, if I could have trusted not only myself, but other people and the last name that he was still going to be his own guy. Mm-hmm. Do you know how over the top I would have been with Nebraska or my accomplishments or anything that I was passionate about? Yeah. But I was so paranoid and so insecure about that defining him. Yep. That I totally shied away from it. So it's not a you thing. It's a him thing. So it's like, Cause I just didn't trust that people were going to be able to separate the two. Sure. Yeah. I just, I did. I had no confidence Mm -hmm. that people could separate the two. And I knew what it was like to have that legacy. Sure. In our own family. I saw what it did to my brother. Yeah. You know, being a junior. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Not doing it. Yeah. And there, you know, especially after the conversation we had last night, he and I had last night, you think sometimes I don't want to go back and get it? Like there's a li- there's a little disappointment sure. in the fact that I didn't just trust. You felt like you left something on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like that's the reality. Yeah. Right. So when I come and I say, ah, you know, I didn't sleep real well. Like I'm so competitive that I can't believe I didn't compete at that. Mm. That you gave that up. Right. You you kind of surrendered. I, I that. totally conceded. Yeah. Because you yeah. wanted to make sure you got it right yep. instead of being right. Yep. And I'm the exact it it, it 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 eats me up sometimes. And I'm the ex- it totally eats me up. I'm the exact opposite because my default is to be right. And I try really, really hard to get it right. Yeah. But so I grew up to kind of give the contrast here, as always being told how important it was that I was smart and how smart you are. And hey, like my value a lot of it was was in your intellect how smart you were okay so being right is really important where you, that's a cultural thing right uh it can't yeah, a lot of it is like with the indian family and stuff yeah. um honestly my dad wasn't bad about it the way that some other families are like i've seen pressure really get to kids from from our culture mm-hmm. um but it was teachers as much as anything and they weren't being they weren't being uh malevolent like like ill-willed about it yeah they weren't being malevolent about it or anything like they were just 
it was they were praising me, right? But I'm a very praise-driven individual. And so I did not know that. Oh yeah. So words of affirmation are your thing? Oh, a huge thing for me. Like okay. I love okay hearing that. Like hearing it out loud is very important to me, right? And so because I'm kind of like you and like I like knowing where I stand. I like knowing where I am. And so the praise is really important to me if I deserve it, right? Because I know when I don't. Yeah. And so if it's not real, then I don't trust you at all. Right. right. Um you don't you're like you're don't pacify me. Right. But and that can get me in trouble a little bit because sometimes it is real and I don't think it is. And so I get a little I get in a little trouble there. But <laughs> I can see that. That's funny. Yeah. How about it's interesting. Yeah. Cause like as you're listening to me, like, oh, I kind of yeah. get it now. See I'm it. seeing yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. There's that's and, that's funny. And so that drives me. And so being right was so important to my value or my, the way I felt people valued me for That's so That's why long. you're not afraid to say, I told you so. Oh yeah. I, I'm not, not afraid isn't the right word. I am <laughs> eager to tell people I told you so. <laughs> like I will take victory laps on Steph Curry till forever. Oh, if this man. Anthony Rezac thing goes the way I think it will, I will take victory laps on that forever. <laughs> Right. But it's because I got it right. Yeah. And yeah. I was right. 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 Like that to me, the getting those both together. Yeah. Cause there was a time where being right was way more important to me than getting it right. And so, and that wasn't, that was pretty toxic of me, to be honest. Like that wasn't great for other so, people. So to patience be is not really your strong suit. I can be patient, but I'll be honest. Cause sometimes like, that take to get it right. Takes some time. Takes it can take some time. That's like the two, like you have to let things play out. Yeah, and that's the two parts of me that struggle. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm real patient when it looks like I'm uh, wrong. Amongst my <laughs> amongst my my peer group, I'm believe it or not the guy that kind of gets ran over. I could see that, that kind of goes along to get along because yeah, I, I'm you don't always like making waves, and yeah, I want to let it play out. You want to see how it goes. Right before I, yeah, because I, I just know, like when I go all in, mm -hmm. sometimes it's not always pretty, right? Yeah. Like just that, like people that know me, there's not always a place to like backpedal if it's no, yeah, no, yeah. When I'm bad, I'm awful, yeah, right. There's zero question, sure. right? Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I just have, like, I burn the whole thing down. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm a total will burn the whole thing down. Sure. But it does, in my defense, it does typically now take a lot longer to get me there. But I'm willing. And that's the maturity, right? I'm willing to do bad all by myself. Yeah. Right. When I was much younger. It happened pretty quick. It was very quick. Now you got a little runway. Yeah. To get there. Right. And 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 because, I listen, I, I don't want to be a burden to anybody. Yeah. And if that's the case, like I said, I can do bad all by myself. Like I can GTFO I, yep, and not I, be a I burden take, to nobody. Yep. Yeah. And I'll figure it out. Yeah. No, so, I get that. So I have to be very, very, very careful. Yeah, about when I decide to go there. So I'm, I'm, I'm slow to go. But just like we saw yesterday, somebody was messing with me. They're like, "Ah, oh, that went zero to one hundred real quick." Because I had been sitting on the Justin Herbert thing forever, like, for a while. Yeah, I'm not a Herbert guy. No. And you could say you it could come up, but finally I'd hit my breaking point when Lance said, "Oh, you're a Herbert." I'm like, <laughs> "No." I'm not. Stop saying that. Like, I don't know where that came from. 
So I think the thing that bothers me. And somebody you, was like, oh, that went zero to 100 really quick. And I just, because I had been seeing 120. Because I'd been sitting on that. Yeah. So I think what happened was it really frustrates you when people don't listen. Yeah. Because Cause I'm have, willing to do that with you. Yes. You you get frustrated when people are not willing to do the thing you're willing to do. It's a it's very much a backhanded. It's a it's like backhanded insult. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. That's because that's funny. That's two thousand percent accurate. Because what really happened wasn't that you were praising Justin Herbert. Yeah. You were just using him as a frame of reference for my Trevor Lawrence take. You know when it comes out the worst when is back and forth on twitter oh yeah because i'm sure some some people will say god this guy you don't have to be so condescending like stop being a d-bag i'm yeah. like i gave every opportunity mm-hmm. i i gave this example this example it's why i'm quick to say listen man if all those fails go back and read or go back and read go back and listen you know to like the show i used to always say that to give like, context said, to what we were here's, talking here's about here's the beautiful thing right yeah. the twitter conversations are still here yeah Go it's back not, and it's listen. not an excuse if you jump in the the exchange yeah. and like and don't know what's happening. No. Like that's not an excuse. Yeah. Go back and listen. Do you know why that bugs me so much? Because I'm deathly afraid to jump in at the wrong time and miss half the story. Yeah. Because I don't like being wrong. I'm very And you patient. don't like getting it wrong. I'm very you know so yes. that 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 eats at me mm-hmm. more than you just saying golly man you're such a richard head gtfo <laughs> like i can take that yeah maybe don't maybe. miss don't don't twist what i said don't, don't say true don't say something i didn't say yes. like that, don't say you said something yeah you that's that's say. a that's a tipping point yeah that that's de- <laughs> that is maybe turn we- that d-bag into a punching bag no so i'm not even violent anymore like no i'm not saying violent but just you I'm- know just <laughs> I mean, that, that, that is why I like boxing. With, but like, that is why I like boxing, though. But yeah. it, it's just funny how just processing through this, yeah. how it all it, it all makes sense. Yeah, it all. I think for both of us, right? Like you're saying things, I was like, oh, that makes sense, and then I'm saying I, things. I did kind of wonder where like, that came from. Like, why you always have to be right? And I yeah. know. So, and I would tell people, right there. Oh man, this is gonna be combative or oil and water. And I'm like, you know what? Like. It doesn't bother me. No. I'm not. Well, because it's kind of what we talk I, about. I'm not in like if you and plus. Again, if you're right, you're just right. Like yeah. that's not like I'm, you I'm willing to let that play out. Yeah, You don't take it personal. No, right? no, no. And a, a lot of this goes back to stuff we've talked about with Coach Rule. Right. The reason we're able to go at it like that and it's cool is because of the relationship. Yeah. Like, I know that you want what's best for me. Yeah. I want what's best for you. And at the end of the day, we're going to turn the mics off and we're going to chop it up. And, and, have and here's time. the here's the thing, though. Like, what if I actually learn something? Yeah, it's going to help me the next time around. Yeah. And honestly, like as I as I, we're having those conversations, right? Like people don't realize this because of how I come off, but I think about it. Like I I think about the Tua thing. I think about the Justin Herbert thing. I think about all that long after the conversation's over. Because even, even though even though you ki- you'll you'll kill it. Yes. Immediately in the meantime. Yes. But I also, because I do care about getting it right, my first instinct is be right. Mm. Prove you're right. Mm-hmm. But because I do care about getting it right, I go back. I, I can't. That's, that's why. So that's why your delivery is what it is. Yeah. Yes. That's that, why I come off as condescending. 
and and kind of like and a, you a, know a, that about yourself 100 yeah i know and i'm okay with it <laughs> <laughs> oh that's man. not a battle i'm willing to fight <laughs> oh, to no longer be condescending yeah uh, i'm well aware so did you actually get to the topic you wanted to get to Kind of. We started touching on it with the Chappelle thing. We didn't get all the way there, but hey, we do a radio show every day, so maybe we will. Uh, <laughs> that is wild. I'm glad I know the backstory. <laughs> why I'm such an a-hole? No. <laughs> Not exactly. Oh, why I'm kind such of. a soft batch of cookies. No. <laughs> but yeah, it does make sense. That's hilarious. Uh, that's Damon Benning. I'm Robbie Lula. Join us every weekday morning on AM590 and ESPN Tri-Cities for the Damon Betting Show with Ravi Lula. And we're still bringing you Edition-ish every week because we don't have time to get into stuff like this on the show. So make sure you like, subscribe, follow both of us, all the things we do. We appreciate you, and we'll see you again next week. A Heard at Sports Network production.